The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Ooh, thanks, Minecraft. We have some now brand new intro music. <laughs> thanks to Minecraft. How about that? Um, but yeah, welcome back to Farlands or Bust. This is episode 679 of the series for your Thursday, April 12th, 2018. A day before your Friday the 13th. Wolfie, there you are. <laughs> Teleport. Teleport and magical mystery wizard dog over here. But yeah, episode 679 of the series. As we continue to the Far Lands. Now in our seventh year in Minecraft Beta 173. If you go to farlandsorbus.com, you might also find out that we're raising money for direct relief. Charity. <laughs> what? That 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 was just a word. That wasn't even part of the previous or, or the next sentence I was going to say. Charity. Just charity. Full stop. We do the charity here at Farlands or Bust, and we're currently trying to raise fifty thousand dollars <laughs> for direct relief. That was like a some some wires got all mixed up and crossed in the old brain places. Um, we're trying to raise $50,000, currently at $14,353.41. Thank you, everybody, for your continued support of not only direct relief, but, uh, Farlands Bust and our fundraiser here. <laughs> spooky noises. Spooky thanks for your generosity. Spooky spook. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's the reason we are keeping on and keeping on. Farlandsorbust.com. It's also some some very crafty, fine individual indeed has made the current donation number a palindrome. 14,353.41.143.53.41. Yes? Anybody? Did anybody catch that? Little, little Easter egg? No? Okay, well, I'm pointing it out so you can't ignore it. It can't be ignored. Oh god, I thought that was a creeper. <laughs> freaking me out, video game. Freaking me out. Indeed. Hmm, what has happened since the last episode? <laughs> what has happened indeed? Oh, that's right. I have revealed the car. The car! From the past. A blast from the past, indeed it is. If you missed it, uploaded a vlog with the car revealed that I talked about in the last episode. Purchased a 1977 Toyota Corolla. Toyota Corolla. Two-door coupe. So it's sporty, you know. Um, but yeah, in a million years, I would not have ever imagined that my first quote-unquote classic I guess I've been referring to it as the fun car. Ooh, I would really like to have a fun car, quote-unquote. Sports car, classic car, 
project car. Not really project. I've really never, at this point in my life, wanted a project, but never, never in a million years would have imagined a late 70s Japanese compact car. But here it is! And, and honestly, now that it's happened and that I've actually put some thought into it, it is probably the, the best first classic car. And I've mentioned this before. And, and even in the reveal video, true, I could've, and I'd been looking at for the longest time, Datsun, sold Datsun 240, 260, 280Zs, which are very small uh, sports cars, for those of you not uh, aware. Datsun is Nissan. Uh, when they first came to the United States, they referred to themselves as Datsun. Um, and, uh, you know, rear-wheel drive, six-cylinder sports car. Um, been really looking at those and thinking about those. And sure, I still want, at some point, perhaps one of those or something else. Or even, I'm really into old American cars. I was looking at old first-gen Ford Falcons. Like the first gen Falcons, like a 62 Falcon. Uh, found a couple of those. One a two-door over a four-door. Uh, the problem with those is you gotta deal with a lot of rust. Uh, most of them are automatics, or if they are manual, they're they're three-speed on the column, or the shifter's on the column, uh, which would be an interesting way to learn how to drive a manual transmission. Um, or, or also they're... When they're affordable, they, they are usually stuck with the inline six, the very underpowered inline six. If you find one where somebody put a V8 in it, it's probably gonna be a little bit more expensive if it's done right. Um, but yeah, I, I've ended up with a 77 Corolla. And even over the past 24 hours since recording that video, I feel even better about it. I, in the back of my head, a part of me was saying this is kind of a, a dopey, nerdy vehicle. It's it's one step away from being a, a gremlin or a, or, or, or a pacer or, you know, something. Um, but no, no. I mean, if, if you just look on the internet, this brand new invention called the internet, and just search for, you know, third, this is a third gen Corolla. Uh, the, the model nomenclature is KE30. KE30. So if you just search Toyota KE30, and look at Google Images, they can be done up real nice. They can be done up real nice indeed. Kind of the almost Toyota version of, of like the Datsun uh, 510 or something like that. It's something that was intended as a commuter car, a family car, uh, but I think the styling and the simplicity of them make them pretty, pretty good candidates for customization and, uh, you know, as, as somebody who like myself, is not familiar at all with vehicle maintenance. Finding the simplest thing possible is probably the best way to go. Uh, the most difficult thing about it so far has been trying to learn how to drive a manual, but that would have been in, in any case with a manual transmission. Yes, I know it will come to a shock to a few of you who haven't already been shocked by this revelation already. I do not know and I've never driven a manual transmission in my entire previous life. The first time I've driven a manual transmission was after I signed the papers and exchanged the many dollar bills 
to drive this 77 Corolla home. It was, like I said, about a half a mile. Uh, I didn't stall it on the road. I stalled it like four times trying to leave the parking lot. Because uh, reversing, reversing is a trickier deal than I anticipated. Um, but I didn't stall it on the way home. Um, I, I stalled it in the parking lot, and then I stalled it trying to get it into my garage. But since then, it's a real bummer. It's it's a real bummer. Let me just say something. Uh, there's something in uh, amateur astronomy. Uh, whenever you buy a new telescope or get a new piece of equipment or something, mostly when you buy a new telescope, it's guaranteed to be cloudy for the next month. So at the old astronomy, the old astronomy club, whenever it was cloudy weather or observing plans got canceled, it was always somebody's fault because they bought a new telescope. I'm sorry guys, I bought a new telescope. It's going to be cloudy for a while. I think there might be something similar. And if there isn't, I would like to uh, suggest it start to be a thing. When you buy a new old classic car that you don't want to drive in the rain, it will rain solid day after day for a month <laughs> and uh, you won't be able to to experience driving it as often as you want to. So yeah, I've been wanting to take it out to practice. The, the only day I got to was when I recorded that vlog on Monday um, and I haven't since and the only time before then that I drove it was when I bought it the week before. Uh, so it's it's back to raining again today. I could drive it in the rain. I just really don't want to. <laughs> uh, the whole cracked windshield and it's not exactly watertight seals around the uh, the door windows. Um, and and I just in general want it want it to uh, to remain in its very good condition for as long as I can help it. I did wash it. That's the one thing I wish I had done before recording that video because it's a little bit dull and grimy in the video. I washed it uh, when I got back because it was on Monday. It was miraculously very nice out. It was sunny, got into like the low 60s Fahrenheit's. Uh, so I washed it, got a whole bunch of gunk off the fenders and up in the wheel well and stuff and tried my dang just to clean off the, the wheels. It's got, it's got disc brakes. Uh, that I did not know, and uh, that was a surprise. <laughs> a lot of these old cars pre, pre-80s just come with drum brakes all around, unless they are specifically a, a sportsy car, uh, sports car, muscle car or something. Even the muscle cars came with drum brakes. Uh, but it's got disc brakes in the front. It's also, I didn't make this clear, and I don't know that many people caught on this to this, unless you really paid attention to how the engine was orientated in the engine bay. It's rear-wheel drive. A lot of people hear Toyota Corolla, and they think the modern Toyota Corollas, which are, you know, front-wheel drive economy cars. It's rear-wheel drive. That's right. It's a muscle car. <laughs> All right, let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. <sighs> And awakeness. And awakeness indeedness. Right, Wolfie? Yep. So yeah, I would like to drive it more. I wish I wish I knew of a nearby place and like roads that were empty. <laughs> That's my one I would like 
it, you know, driving around in the parking lot is fine, and I was starting to get the gist of it. There was starting to be like, I was finding the sweet spot. Just basically starting from a stop is the most difficult thing. Uh, I would like to be like out on a road and actually be able to shift through the gears. And if I can toot my own horn, the only problem I'm having is starting from a stop. Changing from first to second to third. Uh, I don't know that I got fast enough to get in the fourth, but like all that is 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 very satisfying and very smooth. It's it's my years of of knowledge on the subject of doing it with video games, right? But that that all goes without a without a without a missed shift or anything like that. Cavalava, uh, and and I can start to see, I can start to now see why. These crazies over here who constantly only demand manual transmissions, cone dodger. Uh, I, I can see why that's a thing. I still wouldn't want it for like if I was a commuting car. If I was a commuting car, I'm the actual car. Uh, if, if for a commuter car, I couldn't imagine finding the same thrill in bumper to bumper traffic driving to the airport or whatever. But uh, but yeah, definitely for a a joyriding car. An enthusiast scar. I, I I can see that, but I haven't been able to do enough of that. My main reservation in in driving out into traffic is driving out into traffic. You know, like having to make like a left turn uh, at a stop sign and cross traffic doesn't stop. Sorry, I'm getting a a thumbnail here. This is an interesting. This is an interesting uh, landscape we've discovered. Hey, Wolfie. Oh, that's the wrong button. Hey, Wolfie. I mean, that works. That's that's very poetic. Of a screenshot. All right, I guess we're going with that. <laughs> um, yeah, because I'm just afraid I'm gonna like stall it, and then I'll be in the middle of the cross traffic. <laughs> just be in the middle of the road like a rube. And we're like, oh no. <laughs> Please don't! I this is a very old automobile. I will die if if I get hit. Please don't. But yeah, I'm I'm like I said, even since recording and releasing that video, everybody really seems to like it. A lot of people like the color. You're starting to make me like the color now. Um it is it is very on uh on on brand with the old Toyota on uh it's 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 one with the times. It's period correct, I guess you could say. That that yellow. I feel I feel like in some of the uh when I get into making some more cosmetic adjustments, I feel like making the hood black would be a cool thing. Like not like trying to fake that it's a carbon fiber hood or anything, but just like I don't know, getting like a wrap, a black uh, matte black wrap on it or something like that, just to give it a little bit of contrast. Also, still trying to track down some some different bumpers that are more sleek as opposed to those big bulbous five mile an hour bumpers. Looking at wheels and tires changes. <laughs> it's the little things I think that annoy me the most. I could probably live with all those things as they were, but it's like, oh, the dome light is broken and I need to find a dome light, but I can't, the one I have matches the interior. It's brown. I can only find gray or black. I need I need a tan or brown one. Um, 
the dashboard. I've not seen a complete dashboard. I've only seen dash caps and covers. But it's possible the dashboard might be easier than I let on. It could just be a bolt-on thing. The carpet's real crummy. I don't even know if I want to put new carpet in or just like get like some <laughs> like why why are why is carpet in a car? Why is that the thing? Why why was that decided that's what the floors of cars should be clad in carpet? This isn't a living room. It's a car. Just put down like a a rubber, uh, rubberized sort of mat thing. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I honestly haven't thought too much about it. But, uh, yeah, I just need to, I just need to figure it out and learn, learn how to drive it better and... A windshield, that's right, I gotta replace the windshield because it's cracked pretty good up the middle. Gotta get that replaced. That's, that's probably gonna be a expense. Maybe. I don't know. We'll have to see how and where to source a windshield for a 1977 Corolla. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on. That's what's going on with me. Uh, doing that. Got Juno still. Doing, doing walks and things. Even with Juno, it's hard to do things when it's raining every single dang day. I, I realize I've moved to the Seattle area. I understand this. But that I can still complain about it. <laughs> I un I understand the the irony in this scenario, but it's it's still something that one can be displeased with. You know what I am pleased with, however. Da dun dun. Segway. And, uh, donations to Direct Relief, and the questions that come with these donations, such as from an anonymous donor. You've mentioned that you wear contact lenses. Did and or do you ever wear glasses? Um, I, right now, and for the past 10, 15 years, have exclusively worn contact lenses. I may be one of the rare lucky percentage that has zero problem. Even when I first got them, when I was like 17, 18 maybe, contacts, might have been younger than that, 16. Actually, I think I was aware of that because I, I got them because I wanted to drive with contacts instead of having to worry about glasses and stuff. I've never never had a problem with them. They don't they don't dry out in my eyes. I mean, every once in a while one gets lost <laughs> in, in the back of your eyeball as that sometimes happens. Sorry, I know that's gross, but it's what happens. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't have any problems at all with them. Uh, so I don't even own a pair of glasses right now. I should. There are some situations where I wish I had glasses, like waking up in the middle of the night or needing to do something, or like if I'm gonna take a long flight, it would be nice to sleep on the flight, but if you sleep with your contacts in, then they get all gummy and gross. <laughs> um, but no, I don't even... I haven't owned glasses in well over 10 years. I did you know, when my eyes first started to go bad, when they discovered that back in the fifth grade or whatever, I, I did wear, I have glasses. My mom took took me to the optometrist and I got glasses. Really bad, nerdy glasses. You know, the, the type of glasses that you could only find in the mid-90s in, in, in optometry offices. There was no hipster Warby Parkers, Ray-Ban, anything around. 
little circular wireframe <laughs> doohickeys is all you got. But yeah, I I I, I perhaps should. I didn't get the <laughs> this this year with my health insurance. I did not opt for the optical insurance. Last year I did, and I saw an optometrist and got a checkup and prescription. Uh, but this year I did not, since it, my prescription doesn't seem to have changed. So I figured I'll wait next year. <laughs> you gotta be you gotta be strategic with the types of health insurance you get in the United States now. <laughs> it's uh it's like shopping. Gotta gotta find the right deals and and take off what little additions you don't need. Anonymous also asked, "How's the Kurt J. Tat coming along?" Well. If we're going down the the list of big things that Kurt J. Mac said he would do <laughs> that he hasn't done yet, got a dog, got a new car. Remember new car year, new car replaced the Cavalier. Got a new car, got the Subaru, got the old car, got the fun car, and then uh, the tattoo is kind of the last thing there, isn't it? So watch out <laughs> once. Once the uh, the excitement and the novelty of the uh, 77 Corolla wears off, I'm going to start looking for the next big expense. That's going to be a tattoo. That's <laughs> going to be a tattoo somewhere, somehow, some way. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's still on the list of things. Again, it would be one of those things that if I had, like, friends, local friends or, or people who were into that who could inspire me, refer me, it, you'll 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 know and they know that they've enabled me with the car hanging out with people like Cone Dodger and Z Car, Less Cubes, hanging out with those Cone Dodger Discord <laughs> screwballs. Uh yeah. Just being around and talking and <laughs> discussing such things with people tends to make them happen. <laughs> so I just need to find now tattoo friends. Tattoo friends. These friends are literally made of tattoos. But thank you very much, Anonymous, for that donation to Direct Relief and the questions. And let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. And awakeness. Woo! Um, I could probably get back in this boat, yeah? Lon McGregor, thank you very much for the charitable donation. Lon McGregor asks, One day we might discover aliens, or we might be totally alone in the universe. <laughs> little of this, little of that. What kind of alien would you like to see discovered? Something bacterial or something more advanced? Well, you're using the word discovered. I think... Discovered, if you're looking for humans to discover, uh, it would have to be in, in our own solar system because there's no scientific means by which we can detect and verify extrasolar alien life at this point ourselves. So it's going to have to be bacterial. Recent papers about theorizing bacterial life existing in the cloud upper atmospheres of, of, of Venus um, in like aerosol form um, 
studying, perhaps drilling, perhaps exploring the ice ocean worlds, Europa, things like that. Might might net some sort of bacterial or even perhaps multicellular life in there. Um, but within our own solar system, I, I don't think we're going to find much beyond that, which in and of itself, I feel, I, I don't feel like it will be as earth shattering as perhaps one would imagine or even like it to be. Like the main, kind of the main spiel about finding extraterrestrial life is that it would make humanity question their own, their own uh, existence and origins and if, whether or not they are alone in the universe. And perhaps for some, but I think perhaps the, those not directly interested or involved in the science behind astronomy, biology, etc., chemistry, uh, if it and when it ends up being single cellular bacterial life, they're gonna be like, oh, big whoop. <laughs> you know, they're gonna be like, oh, I looked at that stuff under a microscope in, uh, in middle school science class, big whoop. I think if it is anything more advanced, they would be the ones discovering us. Uh, if it were to be some sort of intelligent species. Uh, that's the only scenario I would see that taking place in. Um, either detecting us from afar and sending us a message somehow, or or even us detecting them. I suppose we could discover them, but I don't, you know, like with SETI or something like that, but certainly nothing... None of the scientific things we're doing now, planet hunting, telescopes, uh, digital sky surveys, things like that, are not equipped to to determine whether or not a planet even has life, let alone, okay, let's see what type of life this is or how complex it is. Um, but yeah, certainly if, if humans are to be the discoverers, then yeah, it's going to be bacterial or even fossilized bacterial, you know, even if it's not current life, that that's how it's gonna be. That's how that cookie's gonna bacterialize. <laughs> oh man. Xavier Penguin asks, we've seen your computer desk to be organized in previous videos. Is it at the moment? That depends. <laughs> I've seen some of y'all's desks and uh, comparing to those, yes, it's, it's spick and span clean. But based on my own, I suppose... Whoa! <laughs> Teleporty today, aren't you? Based on my own judgment, not really. Like, I have this broken old Toyota dome light here. Uh, as well as, like, my GoPro and a couple pens and carabiner clips and uh, a whole bunch of tax papers are really what's all over my desk. I still have my old... Nexus 5X Google phone that got sent back to me after it was refurbished by LG for being out of warranty or broken in warranty, warranty repaired, whatever. Um, yeah, not 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 as clean as I would like it. Uh, I've got like gift cards and my passport. I still got to renew my passport, so I took my passport 
out of my safe and have it here, but I still haven't done that. I still, when I moved here, I bought some uh, sound uh, dampening panels, uh, reverb dampening panels, uh, and those are still not not put up. <laughs> Over a year later, I gotta find a little uh, like a foam core backing or a, some sort of thin, uh, I don't know, bo- you know, hardware backing to to apply them to so I can hang them up. I don't want to just stick them straight to the wall. This is a rental. Um, so yeah, not 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 the cleanest, not the cleanest. Even I don't like that my shelves end up just becoming a landing pad for junk mail and GoPro parts and computer tools and old hard drives and stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm not a big fan of that. I'm, But it's not terrible. It's not food and junk and old plates and dirt. Whoa! Watch your step. Things like that. It's just it's just stuff that happens to have ended up living here. That maybe I should do something about. But then again, when I sit down at my desk, I'm like, hmm, should I sit here and organize it for the next two hours? Or should I stream? Or should I record? You know, something like that. So those those are where those decisions come from. Do you have trinkets or memorabilia on your desk? Do you have a place for everything and everything in its place? Um, kind of. And I mentioned that on stream. I used to have a cup holder here. Uh, not a cup holder, a... Uh, what are those things called? Holy moly, I need wool! Sorry, I just realized that. I thought I needed wood, but I need wool. I can't, I can't make a bed with this situation here. And there's only less than half a day left. Uh-oh. This is... Well, this is about to become a, a, a bad end of the episode. Why did you not tell me, Wolfie? Find the sheep? Seen a lot of pigs. Hey, sheep. Where's the sheep in this world? There's a pumpkin over there. Uh, a coaster for my cups. Cup on my desk. And it would just... I didn't really need it. I'm not trying to protect this IKEA desk that I got 12 years ago. It's not like a fancy piece of hardwood. Um, but it was just a nice place where I knew, okay, my drink goes here. Until a few weeks ago when I missed... I missed it. I missed the edge of the uh, the coaster and uh, the glass of water tipped over. It, it, it was at that critical tipping point. <laughs> And the edge of the coaster, and whoop! All all over my my brand new mouse pads and, and my lap and chair and almost down to my keyboard. So I'm like, well, <laughs> guess that's the last time I use a a coaster here at the desk because can't risk that happening again. If it had gone the other way, it would have all spilled into my computer because my computer is under my desk. Uh, there's no animals anymore in this game. I found that to be the case. We should study this, but it seems the further on in the episode we go, the less and less animals we see. I don't I don't know if that is hard science or not, but this is about to be a bad day for Kurt J. Mac. What do I even do with this scenario? It's been a long time since we've not had a bed. It's been a very long time. It's happened before. You just have to stay up through the night. <laughs> Um, if I find a sp- 
spawner and some string, I'd be all right. But that's, I think, even less likely than finding sheep. I'm gonna be real mad if, if earlier in the episode I just lazily passed by some sheep. Cavalama! What are you doing all the way over there, you noodle? Interesting. This is going to be an interesting turn of events. Do I have a boat? I don't. Let's make a boat. That might be a safe way to do a little bit of traveling if if it becomes nighttime. Although skeletons can shoot you out of your boat in this version. Oh boy. We we might like I don't even should I just keep talking at the end of this episode? Should we start the next episode at nighttime and then just like sit cowering in the hidey hole? This is this is truly a unique experience. We'll have to decide. I don't think traveling is too safe. Yeah, there's no animals. Um, let's head out to sea here. Just hoping I see a Careful, Lovey. Uh, it might be safer for me to just make this hidey hole. Ah, Wolfie! Ah, you're a nuisance! A nuisance! I, okay, I wouldn't even be able to find sheep at when it's this dark. I don't even think any exist. Oh, creepers are spawning. Yep, it's... Uh, I think I should... Uh, hmm. Yeah, I should just... Probably right here, since I don't see anything immediately. Oops, I hit. How do I get out? There we go. Ah, ah! Wolfie, sit. Yeah, you. Quickly now. Nope, that is not a. Oh my god. The panic is real. Alright, let's. Let's secure ourselves. Dark and spooky. Okay. Well then, my friends, when was the last time this happened? And why didn't any of you warn me? <laughs> um, why, why am I even bothering? Why, why am I even bothering? To make this a hidey hole of any description. Should I dig? <laughs> do we, do we go... Caving? I don't even, my pick isn't even that. And I've put all my iron ingots into that monument for pressing F3. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Um, I know, Wolfie. I'm, I'm truly sorry. There's nothing I'm going to find, perhaps, except more iron by going caving. Unless I find a spawner and some string, but by that time it'll... It'll be too late to to make a a bed. I'll I'll have I'll have worked the night away. Um, interesting, interesting turn of events. I think I think what I'm gonna do, since the music is kind of my my cue here, I think I'm gonna end the episode 
And in the next episode, we'll have to figure out how to start by wasting like eight minutes of our time until the sun rises. Made extra dangerous by the fact that now we don't have a spawn point between the last up or uh, the the last elevated hidey hole in this one. But yeah, wool. I need so much wool. <laughs> in the next episode, this is weird. I can't end. I can't end while snoring. My friends, how am I supposed to do this? How is this episode supposed to end? Um. Thanks for watching, I guess. <laughs> um. Let's let's just have this to have it. Uh, go to farlandsorbus.com to donate to Direct Relief. And please remind me to get sheep next episode. I think I'll remember. I think I'll remember because I'm gonna wake up and not have a bed. And 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 hopefully everything is all right. I'm super nervous for some reason now. This is not normal. This is not the way things should be. But. Hopefully, when I see you next, we can continue the way things should be here in Farlands or Bust. Like I said, farlandsorbust.com. Keep donating to Direct Relief. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time.